If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. And it's take two. Hi, everybody. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Dishing Days, where we give you a full dish of this week's episodes of NBC's Emmy Award number one hit soap opera, Days of Our Lives. I'm your host, Tony Moore, reporting from home with my gaggle of gals. We have... The Lumberjack himself. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Michael Mattis. And, of course, bum, 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 she has a Chelsea over after here. And dazzling us in green, we have... <laughs> Hi, everyone. Tammy Govea. And if you guys haven't already, make sure you like us and follow us on all social media platforms. We are Dishin Days on Facebook and Instagram and underscore Dishin Days on the Twitter. In quarantine, the at is still and always implied. If you're watching us live, thank you so much. We appreciate you. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you like us and follow us and comment and give us five stars. That way, we know we're still doing a great job five years later. And if you are a lover of all soaps, make sure you tune in to Restless Rap, which is uh, the recap for Young and the Restless, and GH Report, which is the recap for General Hospital. Uh, Bold and the Beautiful, the Bold Breakdown, is on hiatus. It's in quarantine. So tune in, <laughs> we all come back out of our houses. Um, and that has been your church announcements. What, what did you guys think of this week's episodes of Days? Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get into that, coming up later in the show, <laughs> duh, we have the very beautiful and talented Miss Victoria Conifal will be joining us live from her home to give us all the sinful moments that we have been waiting for. All right. Now, what did you guys think of this week's episodes of Days? It was good. Yeah? I liked it. Yeah. I thought the pacing was really good. See, I thought the pacing was slow, especially with the Demira storyline. Like it just got, it just felt like it dragged on a bit. But the saving grace for that storyline was the shade that everyone was throwing at each other I, the entire time I in every movie. scene. Like no one was safe from some shade in those scenes. But um, but yeah, everyone's mentioning the shower scene. Of course, that was definitely a highlight. Of course, I I thought I thought everything with the Demiras were like that was the highlight of the week for me. So, yeah. but, so, because, uh, because of all the, like, breaking news and all that kind of stuff, I just watch it on, on demand, but for some reason, on demand didn't have one of the episodes, so I went to NBC.com to watch it, and for some odd reason, it skipped 
Thursday because I was like watching it back to back. And somehow I watched Friday before Thursday. Oh. <laughs> me this, too. Yeah. Oh, that happened to you too. It happened to me too. Yeah. I was like, I'm confused. Well, huh. but for, for some reason, I was just like, I still followed along and I was like, oh, that's quite a jump. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, I thought it was days. Like, sometimes some things happen with a phone call and we're moving on. But then I went yeah. back and, and watched Thursday just to make sure I didn't miss anything. So there was that. So, yeah, Chelsea. I think with Samara Plot, um, I think Friday was the best day of it. Thursday, it's okay if you guys missed that episode. For me personally, I thought that day was kind of slow. Um, but yeah, overall, great week. I love that we're finally picking up the pace with some of these plots. And yes, of course, shower scene. That was also really fun, too. <laughs> oh, the, the shower scene was like, it was everything. It really was. It was so good. But we'll, we're going to talk about it. Let's break it all down. It's now time to start. <gasps> Dish and Oh, this is where we're supposed to have the hourglass, and I keep meaning to Ta-da! Bring it yeah. Ta-da! Oh, Chelsea has her water bottle. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll take the we'll, we'll take the water bottle. All right, let's get into all this Demera stuff because, like, they were kind of dominating this week uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of stuff that was happening. So um, it ended and started with the return of um, Abigail. Mm-hmm. Coming back, and um, Kate and Gabby, of course, went out on the floor. Uh, they, of course, are now well. We're locked up in the secret room. Which, for two seconds, I was like, "Oh, are we going to do this whole secret room thing again?" Like, I, I don't know if I want to just sit and watch two people trapped again. And by now, y'all should know how to get out of the secret room. <laughs> I liked I liked the clever like dialogue between um, Abigail and Chad because she's like, "What are you doing hiding a couple ladies?" And he's like, "Yeah, two of them." And she's like, "Ah!" Meanwhile, Gabby and Kate are over like two feet away, just like out like a Family Guy character that got hit on the head. And yeah. I thought, and yeah, I didn't know how long the the secret room thing was going to go on. Yeah. Um, l- luckily, there's still some champagne down there for, for Kate to, to uh, snack on or whatever you want to yeah. say. But I luckily, that only I lasted like one or two episodes. I love everything with secret room involvement. But like you said, Michael, I wasn't sure. It's was like, I'm fine with the secret room as long as it's not going to get drawn out for three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that they just kind of wrapped that up really quick. And my heart sank when all that champagne went to waste. I was you know, it's right there That's good champagne. Point. That's, what not are like, you that's doing? not like what you find in my refrigerator. That's like <laughs> Mo, Mo, Moet Chandon or whatever. It's not the, the five ninety nine Andre that I get from CVS. Oh, oh God. <laughs> but I think now we are going to have Kate and Gabby team up again. I think they are on the same side. And they both want to take down Chad. And they were even convincing Abigail, like, hey, look, he is brainwashed. So I think going forward, we're going to see more of Gabby and Kate, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, always well, have been. I, I like the fact that um, Kate kind of broke down to Gabby that this had happened once before when Chad went after Belle and that the key word is La Familia. So 
I guess you guys were right. The ring does have something to do with it as well, along with the the drugging that Stephen O is doing. So all of that combined with the trigger word of La Familia has Chad like in this hypnotized or something zombie state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he's so like stone cold when whenever he's like in that like there's no expression. It's almost right. like you know they're poisoning him with like Botox and he like his face just <laughs> no expression at all. So it's really it's really interesting um, uh, like how how Billy is playing that, but um, but the whole like rat thing that he was. <laughs> Got a couple of rats down there. And then Abigail's all like, ew, rats. Mice I can deal with, but rats, they're gross. They bring diseases. We got to get an exterminator down there. And he's like, I'll call. And I'm like, first of all, you just know the exterminator's number by heart? Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't call Terminex if I wanted. No, I mean, I mean, he would Google it. He would be like, exterminator Salem. And then yeah, find and there's only one. <laughs> I don't think, I, I, I didn't take that as like he had one on call or anything. No, but he but he literally just took the phone like, okay, I'll call now. And I'm like, who are you calling? You don't know. Like, what? You, well, he could have been faking Abigail out then. I don't know. Well, he he had been. <laughs> I just I just love that whole exchange where he's like, yeah, I got a couple of girls, and then it comes back to yeah, there's a couple of rats. I'll take care of them. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and then the he so he goes down there to the to the secret room. And like is a is basically about to shoot them, but then gets a call from Stephen O that says, No, don't do it. And that was because Marlena Marlena, even in her I'm not sure what exactly they did to her, but she seems to really be kind of in this purgatory state where she's not fully brainwashed, but she's just enough brainwashed. Yeah, it's kind of like a twilight. Yeah, yeah, because she's really, she was really adamant that, like, in both worlds, it was it, just interesting how she, you know, she seems to be drawn to Stephen, no, but at the same time, she's still like, if anything happens to my friend Kate or Gabby, nothing's happening here. So she still has, like, the Marlena conscience, I guess. Um, but it, and it, it's just weird, like, I'm, I'm curious about what exactly was done because it's not like she's. It's not like a Stephen No or Princess Gina where she's completely different personality. She's still Marlena. She just seems to be like in a fog. Yeah, yeah um, there's certain trigger points too throughout this week that she'll pull back and, and like say, "Okay, this isn't right. What am I doing?" She keeps questioning herself, and all of a sudden she switched the she switch, she flips the switch, and then mm-hmm. now she's back under Stephen O's control. So interesting. I think she's kind of in and out like she she's aware but also the the brainwashing part is a little overpowering but she's still aware of like john and her love for john but she's like well this seems fine so she's kind of like teetering mm-hmm. i think and while that's going on kate still had that letter and figured out she figured out the whole thing that chad was brainwashed and la familia was the trigger word like you said because of what happened before she figured that out rather quickly so then when chad came in she was trying to like undo it and then she reads the letter and says la familia and gabby's like wtf like what are you trying to do but then yeah he ended up getting the call and kate and gabby were spared but he still kept them locked down there i really 
I really liked seeing the Demira family together. Um, I, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen them all on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's very interesting, the take on it. Um, it was great to see, you know, Tony and Anna back on, on the campus. Um, but to have like Tony, Kristen, Chad, and Stephen O all together, yeah. mainly Tony and Kristen looking like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Tony and Kristen were not having it. They were like, this shiz is crazy. But they went and along Michael, with it because they were say? forced to, you know. And Michael, what did you say it was that moment? Oh, my, fav- my favorite moment was when Kristen pulled a share via uh, a la Moonstruck, <laughs> smacked the shiz out of Chad and was like, snap That's out of so it. Great. Oh my God, that was so great. Like I, I played that over and over again a little while. <laughs> it wasn't great. Cause I was like, she's like, I can, I think I can handle this. I was like, she gonna hit him? She gonna hit him? Whack. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you just need to smack a bitch. I don't know, but to, you know, <laughs> snap out of it, but it didn't work. Cause then he turned around and started choking her. So yeah, well, this quite work. This was my favorite part of the whole thing because she just kept looking at what was happening and she was just like, is this? I don't. And, and of all people to to, if Kristen thinks it's nuts, that's yeah. saying something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even new Kristen, old Kristen, whatever. Yeah. Like when Kristen is like, "This is crazy. This is whacked." Yeah. Then it's pretty whacked. And meanwhile, well, sorry, go ahead, Chelsea. Oh no, I was gonna say, and even she's even telling Marlena, like, "You don't have to do this. You can back down." Yeah. So I she's, am trying, she's actually trying to be Marlena's savior. Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, while all that's happening, back at John and Marlena's house, everybody tries to come help. Brady shows up. Hope gets out of the hospital. Kayla comes with her. So then John has his little posse of help to to try to figure out where Marlena is. But if it wasn't for Hope remembering, which I totally forgot this, and like... Yeah, I didn't remember that either. I, I thought it was like a, a manufactured flashback, but I think it really happened. No, I yeah, because I, I remember him saying that he was rebuilding um, Maison Blanche. And I was like, and but I think it's something that we all went, and then we didn't think about. Right. Um, it was a but, nugget that was dropped and now it's being revisited. Yeah, right. I thought was was genius, but I love the fact that Hope was able to kind of remember that, and John was almost yelling at her like, "Come on!" And Kayla was like, "What <laughs> time? Back off!" <laughs> Gina, but I'm, I'm glad that she was able to give that. But then he was like, "Yeah, no, y'all can't come. Y'all stay here." <laughs> but then I'm also like, "How do you not? Re- how does no one in Salem realize that this big old construction thing is happening on the other side?" Yeah, I feel like I don't know what's are... happening on the other side of LA and it's like two miles down the road. But this is LA. <laughs> like Salem is a I feel like Salem is a little smaller that's only comprised of a Brady, a Horton, a Kiriakis, or a Hernandez or a Carver. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I mean, okay, like like that makes sense. You would think that they would realize like an exact replica of Maison Blanche. You think someone would see that, yeah. And yeah. be like uh, a copy of Maison Blanche is going up. Maybe we should look into this. But, yeah. you know, they had doppelgangers and people in comas. So I guess they were they were just distracted. Maybe. I don't know. Um, 
but the uh, I, like I, I think we mentioned this last week like I was just kind of like not into everyone being a robot like I'm glad Gina uh, Hope is no longer Gina but then we have Hope that's brainwashed we have Chad that's brainwashed we have Stephen mm -hmm. O that's you know and I'm just like well the real can we keep it real? <laughs> everyone just keep it real, please. Yeah. Yeah. But the but the the wedding, uh, the Stephen O. Marlena wedding was the most awkward wedding I have ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like everything about it. Just yeah. Mm -hmm. you expect something to go down at a Salem wedding. Yeah. But this one was just like, can something happen or can this just be wrapped up? And then when, well, right before the wedding, Marlena had that whole uh, inner thought of seeing John and mm -hmm. hearing John say, don't do it. But, you know, it's like the whole, their love and bond is so strong and yeah. that, you know, it's overpowering. Um, but even in the wedding, um, you know, Chad, who's officiating. <laughs> that, um, that was so weird. It was just like, like so many things about it was like, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Well, Tony wanted to do something. He's like, yeah, I actually have something to say about this. And Chris was like, no, you don't Kristen's have like, girl, just that. drop it. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 when Tony was like, I have something to say about it, and Chad reached for the gun, he was like, oh, no, no, no. Kristen was like, no, 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 he's fine. <laughs> we'll let this happen. So, okay, so do we think that this is actually, because John received the notarized divorce papers, yeah. And they keep saying, like, oh, it's in, it's an invalid divorce. You didn't sign it. And they keep saying, right. like, oh, well, Stefano has his ways. Like, do we think this is going to be le somehow legit? No. Or, no. I can't think. I, I, I like, kept, I'm like, no, this isn't legit. They're going through with it, but there, there's, no, it can't be for real, real. No. Right. It's, because there's no way that, well, John has to sign it, and then it has right. to be filed. And it's an invalid know. divorce, yeah. No. So it's like the whole wedding is invalid. That's probably why it was so. Well, and then they kept they kept saying that the only reason Stefano was doing this was to to consummate the relationship with Marlena. You mean to tell right. me? I'm like, so what? Like, what? He you're just wants to sleep with her. Like, that's what he's after. Like, but you're going. Like, through, I was confused by that. You're going through decades of this just to have relationship with Marlena. Like, that's a lot. I yeah. think I think he's wanted this scenario forever, meaning he's wanted Marlena all to himself. He's wanted to be married to her. He's wanted to consummate the relationship. He's wanted it all. And yeah. so he's he's serving it. He's serving the entire plate that he's always wanted. Yeah. I don't think it's all about the, you know, sleeping with her thing. It's everything. Yeah, I, yeah her, we're looking at the whole picture of it. Yeah, her coming to him willingly. <laughs> is it willingly because she's quotation mark yeah <laughs> no possessed. she's possessed again this time not by the devil <laughs> but luckily like everybody came and like john uh while chad was trying to choke Kristen, brady came in and then well right before steven and marlena were getting their thing on john came in so what? I have a feeling this is going to be end. This is going to be ended next week. Yeah, I'm hoping at least. Too long though. Like you walk in, he was just like, and I was yeah, like, I was like, "Where's your reaction?" Huh? 
Like, I was like, where's the reaction? The reaction was him just standing there basically telling us, tune in next week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The next scene will be him yanking Stephen O off of her. Mm-hmm. That'll be the listen. That better be a good yank. It better be like a, a thrown across the other room kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. John exactly. Black has it in him. He'll do it. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, all right. That's basically what happened with the Demers, right? Yeah, I think we covered all the little odds and ends. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say it was a great scene seeing the Demera women. So yeah, Anna, Hoots, yeah, uh, Abigail and Gabby all. Yeah. There. Um, that was a that was a really like I I liked that scene and I, then I liked how they were cutting to that the Demera family scene. I was like, this is all Demeras. I actually like this because we haven't. It's just been so long since I felt like the Demeras were strong. And they've all been kind of doing their own separate stuff, and yeah, yeah. But but there, there's. It was just back in the day. It was just a, a better sense of like this strong deviant family, and right now family camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm liking the the spotlight on the Demira women. You know, Anna yeah. kind of spearheading everything, trying to convince Abigail. You know, I um, the app. That she yeah, she had. found out where they were. She's like, "Oh, I installed the app on his phone," and Gabby was like, "It has to be turned on." Aware of it. Abigail was like, "You would know." <laughs> like the shade, like the shade between those women, like the, it was so subtle because like Kate was talking about Tony, and she's like, "Tony's the sane one," and then she kind of glances at Anna and is like, "In most respects," and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> subtle," but I got it. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Patrick in our chat room said the Demera wives, housewives of Demera. I would there want real housewives go. of Demera. Yeah. Housewives of Salem. Oh, the real housewives of Salem. That should be a that should be a, a dual app. Dual oh, people. Yeah. Can you get back into production? There you go. Oh, that would be a good. Can you imagine like the real ho- like a take on the real housewives, but it's all the Salem people, and it's like their so recap of that week. Uh. Oh, that would be hilarious. And like the, oh, and the fights that they could get into. Oh, I'd watch that. The taglines, yeah. He could, um, be the, he could be the Andy Cohen, Tony. Oh, I guess I can host the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael and I and Chelsea will be behind the bar. <laughs> we'll be the bartenders, yeah. Getting the drinks, having our wine. Uh, I love I'm doing more drinking than bartending, but. I, really- <laughs> I know, I'm Chelsea working. I really <laughs> app would just like hire us to come up with content because we're amazing oh my god i mean so we are let's <laughs> <laughs> move on to the next storyline which is nicole eric sarah xander brady and Kristen and abe um so i okay first off xander was able to what nicole did the test to check to see if mickey was brady and Kristen's. Mm-hmm. Right. Got the test results back, and it came back that it was in fact Sarah and Eric's baby. However, we know that Xander paid the guy to switch the test. Now, no, like, why? Why are you doing this again? You just you just did this with somebody who yeah. did not stay away. So you're just going to turn around and do it all again, just throwing more money away. This is true. However, <laughs> he almost 
And listen, I love Xander with all of me. But he came across <laughs> as annoying this week when he went back to the guy that was just like, I just want yeah. to. I would, I think. Like I you gave him the money, leave him alone. I would exactly. have looked at him like, bitch, I'm taking it to my grave. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever want to see you again. Right. Like, yeah. go away. Bye. I did my work. Like, I have other stuff to deal with now. Don't be coming over here threatening me. Yeah. And I was disappointed that the, the result, because the results came back that Kristen was not. The results came back that Kristen wasn't Mackenzie's mother. Right. Th- those were the the results. And so I'm like, I'm like, oh, is there like another layer to this that we're getting? And it's like, no, Xander just changed it. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. That was a little frustrating to me. I was hoping for, I'm hoping for another layer of this storyline other than a simple, like Xander switched the babies and is trying to hide it. But yeah. we didn't get that. Of course, maybe that would be too much. I don't know. Depends on where it would go, but I, I was hoping. I just want the story. I want the story tied up. Like I'm done. Yeah. Well, then Nicole went and you know, and I I understand that Abe and Nicole have this kind of daughter father relationship because of his relationship with with her mom years ago. Like they're they're friends, and I, she just blabbed the whole thing to him, and I'm like, oh, okay, like that was confusing to me. But I guess like there's a trust there, and and. She felt she could tell him, but I'm wondering if Abe's going to be the one to like flip up, blow it up. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of worried that it's her that's bringing it. Like you know, that it's her that knows this because Nicole doesn't need anything else to get in between of her and Eric. And all no. Eric was like, you know, she never keep a secret from me. And I'm like, oh yeah, go so again. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just give a shout out to brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain? Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Marnie, because of the casting of that lab guy, was was yeah, brilliant. nerdy lab guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Spot on. He yeah. was Some wimpy little. Yeah. It was perfect. It was good. Chelsea, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I like the fact that we have more people with this secret. It's just not all on Nicole. I like how Abe is now involved in it because I think it's going to give him more of a bigger plot. 
And I think I like how Abe was guiding Nicole saying, hey, Xander's on to you. You think you're just going to, you know, be fine. He knows that you're really suspicious. So hold back being Nancy Drew. Of course, that didn't stop Nicole. <laughs> I like that line. Abe was able to give her that guidance. So I think it's going to get very interesting. And like you said, um, Michael, I hope we get more of a layer added onto it. Yeah. I really hope that Summer is involved in this whole thing. Mm, that could be interesting. I don't, I don't want it to be all on Maggie. I, oh, that's right, because Maggie was preparing to, to go to Oh, Germany. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I feel like Sonny had a completely different take on Maggie this week, because when he first found out it was Maggie, he, like, went off on her. And then yeah. it was a little more loving. He was a little more softer on her this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that maybe it was because maybe it's because he now knows that she's, you know, doing what she feels is the right thing and like turning herself in. Maybe he's like going easy on her because of that. But definitely a different definitely night and day. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Tammy, what were you gonna say? I don't remember. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but now uh Nicole I feel like has devised another plan to kind of get Xander off her trail. Um, and it's like, you know, basically like, Oh, you know, I'm going to leave it alone. Like the, the tests, you know, whatever. You know, she's not. No, she's yeah. making him believe false sense of security is what she's yeah. trying to. Yeah. yeah. I, I really hope it doesn't cost her Eric again, because we all know Eric is barely forgiving. Well, I don't think the only thing I can rationalize her not saying anything to Eric right now is because she needs proof. She just yeah. can't go to him and say, I think this is what's happening. So that's why she's not saying anything right now. Right. Once she's got proof, she better best immediately tell Eric yeah. and not waste any time. I... Even though Eric turned back into a butthead this week. He... Oh, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah Lynn or Sarah took the words right out of my mouth, like because they were both going. He's, she's like, "What did I just say? Shut up!" <laughs> um, yeah, the the whole thing about not liking Xander, like at some point, you just have to get over it because now, yeah, married. So just yeah. let's just leave it alone. And he keeps bringing exactly. up the diamonds. It's like that's not like we want to forget about the diamonds. Like, bring up how long ago? Is, I mean, come on. Five years ago? Four years ago? Yeah. Well, that would make it six years in Salem time. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. Well, oh, and, and baby Mickey gets to go home. So yep. that's good. And then, so baby Mickey is going home with Sarah, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Sarah and Xander. But I also, I also like the moment that Sarah had with Kristen. Because Kristen, yeah. was, as she was looking at um, baby Mickey... And then how Sarah kind of, you know, told her, hey, maybe these are some things that you can do. You know, here at the hospital, we have where mothers can't hold their kids. We, we have people come in and do that. Maybe you can do that. And Brady was like, yeah, we were just talking about how we wanted to do something. And they were, they were going to do uh, a foundation in, um, in honor of their daughter. So, like, I like that touching moment. And I, but I like those moments because it shows uh, the human side and vulnerability of Kristen. So yeah. that was a good moment. Yeah. Um, all right. So 
that's that. Moving on to Evan Christian, Orpheus, Sonny, Rafe, Eli, and Lonnie. Um, yes. Well, Eli and Lonnie like hiding out in Horton Town Square behind a tree for hours. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. They're like, is he going to do anything? He's just been stuck here forever. Just watching him have coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, he, he knows he's being followed, so he's being extremely careful. But let's talk about y'all sitting out in Horton Town Square for hours watching him and nobody in Horton Town Square realizes this? It's Salem. They didn't realize, again, that Kristen was Kristen walking through just with a ponytail. So okay. I, I'm, I'm to the point now where I think that, but then I'm just like, it's Salem, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like they kind of wrap this up quicker than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Rafe talked to Sonny about going to talk to Evan Christian, which, you know, Sonny had this, you know, great talk with him that made him kind of rethink what was happening. And he led Rafe, Lonnie, and Eli to baby David. But, I, but there has to be more. Like that, this can't be it. There has to be more to this. But I also, for some reason, I don't want Evan Christian to lose his kid because that's his kid. I think he feels like if he is going to work with Rafe, Lonnie, Eli, that he's still able to be a part of David's life. But we'll see because I like you, Tony, I don't think this is the end of it. This isn't the end with Orpheus and his connection with um, Evan Christian. And who knows? They could be planning this, too. Maybe we never really saw a conversation between them before Rafe came in. So maybe they're planning this, too. I don't know. Just to give up so quickly. I don't know. There there's there's something else. There's I don't know what it is, but there's some other layer to the story because there seems like there's just more like something else is going to happen and it has to do with that fever that david has oh please don't have this another kid be sick we just got one (laughs) (laughs) all these babies in salem sick i know well is it that is it bad for me to feel a little sorry for orpheus because they're giving him a lot of really precious moments like when he was playing hide and seek with david yeah i was like so i don't want to like you but there's been a lot of really good moments even between him and evan christian like the father son moments. they're really humanizing him this go around yeah and i i don't think that because sunny tried to make it seem like orpheus is just looking out for orpheus but like i feel like when it comes to your family when it comes to your own flesh and blood like, you're going to make sure that they're taken care of more than you, which is why he, because Orpheus could have said the kid will be fine, but he, like, put himself in jeopardy by going to the to the hospital to try to get medicine for him. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a little bit of selfishness because you should have just took him to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. <laughs> um, side note, while I'm thinking about this, um, Shout out to my mom who is probably watching and who has become Hi, a mom. Of Hi. who told me yesterday, I was like, Oh, I have to watch the episodes. And she was like, Oh, it's getting good. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 
I'll be sure to watch it, Mom. So I'm, it's so funny that she's now hooked on Days of Our Lives that, like, and now I'm curious to know what her thoughts are about this. But I have to wait until she learns the characters because she's like, I don't know who they are, but it's getting good. <laughs> yes. Shout out to my mom. All right, uh, and that was it with that storyline, right? Yeah. All right, so now we have a little bit of business uh, brought to you by Chelsea Overrocker. Take it away. Yes, well, we just want to thank you guys for still hanging in, hanging out with us every Sunday, especially during this crazy time. That being said, we just want to thank you for making After Buzz TV the ESPN of TV talk. In order to help us grow, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave us a comment on the Apple podcast, and give us a rating. Five stars, please. We just really want to thank Kevin and Maria and the whole AfterBuzz staff for still promoting this. We're able to do remote recordings with you guys. We love engaging with you guys, being a part of the fans, and doing what we love. Also, make sure to wash your hands. Just got to get through this crazy <laughs> time. And let's just spray and pray, you all. Spray keep yourselves and- <laughs> clean, everybody. Yeah, keep keep your distance clean. and keep clean. Yes. Yeah. Well, this announcement brought to you by folks here at AfterBuzz TV. All right. We have 241 people in the chat. How many? 241. Oh, yes. The chat. Yeah. All right. Well, they're just in time because now we're in our tickets and now it's, talk, it's time to talk about some skin. Um, AKA, do not disturb. <laughs> so, don't disturb this room. And if the room is rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> Tony. I mean, we all we all saw how that room was rocking. Let me tell you, the first thing I thought was, who built this shower? Because the shower actually looks really good. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a nice shower. Yeah, and then with the steam and um, and then I was curious. I was like, ooh, what body wash is that? Like, that's a lot of <laughs> product <shower>. placement. <laughs> this whole thing well i thought it was product placement but they like it looked it was just like generic they were like go get a bottle of body wash they were like okay no (laughs) (laughs) but um i thought that i i thought the whole reunion of ben and sierra was great i loved when she was at the police station and she was talking to justin and he was explaining how everything was and then he popped up behind her and was like they let me go and it was like yay so I love I love that moment. Uh them just reuniting and and getting to Horton Town Square only to go get locked back up again. Oh <laughs> one of the things that uh that Ben said was when they were in the room, uh they were like, Oh, you know, do you wanna like take a shower? And he'd be like, Oh, it'd be nice to take a shower without an audience. And I was like, Well, where was the ticket to that show? Cause I would have been in a <laughs> What did he say? Are there 19 tattooed convicts in there? Yeah, that was the thing. There's like, no, I think we're good. But listen, you know it's going to get steaming hot every time they, how's that song go? They play their song, it goes, the way your light kisses your eyes. I'm like, yes, we have sin. That was a good shower scene. So we could check that off our list. <laughs> And I love that scene um, where they're standing out in the hallway outside the room and they both Mm -hmm. tell each other how nervous they are. Yeah, it's been like probably, what, unless, I mean, we didn't hear nothing about conjugal visits or anything. So it'd probably been like 
a year and some since they have been, you know, together in a, a biblical sense. Together, so together. I totally, I totally got that moment. It's like, oh my God, of course. It's such a human way of <laughs> like, yeah, you're a little nervous and excited. And it's like, mm. I know. I was nervous for them too. <laughs> I got nervous when she took that razor. I was like, I don't let no one else shave me for that. For I was brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved, Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Like, don't cut a don't cut a bitch now. Be careful. I got nervous because you know he didn't get the full like shave, and then they started kissing, and I'm like, you still realize he got shaving cream? (laughs) That's toxic. That's gonna get in your mouth. Yeah, Um, (laughs) you're overthinking things, Tony. (laughs) I was just actually no, I'm with Tony. I was just all about that. I'm like, you need to finish shaving before you start, Mm -hmm. you know, going in. (laughs) because the shaving cream does not taste good and you know like just clean yourself you know finish shaving and then go at it listen and and went at it they did because that shower scene was real steamy very they showed the parts that we wanted to see um kudos to the shower scene I, I I live for the for the shower scene, but we'll talk more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> us because we got questions. Um, <laughs> all right, we we kind of touched on this already already with Will, Sunny, Maggie, Victor, and Justin. Uh, just the fact that you know Maggie is now going to jail. Uh, they all had uh, very touching moments uh, with Maggie. Um, I for some reason can't see Maggie going to jail. I know yeah. that she did it, but I'm also kind of like, you're going to send Maggie Kiriakis to jail? Yeah. Mm. There'll be something that she, they'll like either go easy on her or something will come out about the accident before that she gets actually to jail. Right. Or she'll be just out on bail until her... Or it'll be like, she'll go to jail or she'll get, what's the term, arraigned or whatever. Victor will bail her out and she'll be out on bail during the trial. And then by the time the trial comes around, something new will come out that 
makes her not as guilty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's your outline. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, have it. From the writer's room. Thank you, Michael Matters. There you go. Yeah, the writer. The... <laughs> um, I will say I kind of giggled at Will because Will was like me. He walked into the Kiriakis uh, living room and there was a fine spread of breakfast. And <laughs> was all about it. He was like, oh, let me get this, let me get this. And I was like, yes, Will, get all the, get it all, get one for me too. I kind of chuckled at that. that was <laughs> um, all right, and now uh, Roman and Hattie. Um, I come, Hattie's uh, leaving. I know, yeah. I loved her. Yeah. Deidre needs a break. Say what? I said Deidre needed a break, she's been playing two characters for it's been months now right so but I was actually liking the idea of just having Hattie live in Salem and I was yeah. actually liking the idea of Hattie and Roman together like, I really thought Roman was going to come around I, th I thought I maybe he was starting to have feelings for her yeah it's looking that way yeah it was and then it wasn't yeah. I'm glad that Hattie was just like you know what I've had enough of this I'm about to go because I don't deserve this but I was like no Hattie don't go like people yeah. are in Salem I would have I would have rather she stayed in Salem but that's just me, me. too so no Roman and yeah let's hope so all right uh that was it right that's it all right that's it well, everyone, that was your week of days, and it's now time for our favorite part of the show, which are our segments, and it's time for mine, which is Tony's official Three Snaps Award. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! All right. So, um, first off, I have to give my Three Snaps Award. Hold on. I have to pull it up, because I actually wrote it down, and I usually don't write my Three Snaps down. Um, but I have to give it to the Damaris. And this is why. It is a long laundry list of things. Like when I was trying to figure out who to give the snap to, I just had to give it to them collectively. And this is why. Because of the ladies of Damaris. Abby shading Gabby about the app. Um, the most awkward wedding. Tony uh, saying, please wake me up from this nightmare. Marlena tossing the bouquet to uh, Kristen and uh, being like, I hope you and Brady can find the love that I found with your father. And then she's oh, looking about going on to this honeymoon. Kristen was the one that really did not want to be there. She was like, what is happening? I don't want to be here. I, what do I need these flowers for? Um, the side eye that Chad gave Tony and Kristen when Tony mentioned that the flower, the queen of the night flower, withers and oh. dies when it comes to daylight. And Chad was like, I was like, oh, and then um, and then Kristen slapping Chad. So all of that had me just snapping. And I was like, this goes to the Damaris. So all of y'all, Damaris, uh, Teo Pinglis, uh, Stacey Haidu, Billy Flynn, uh, all y'all, y'all Damaris. Y'all get Tony's official. Because I was gonna name all All right, and now it's time for That's it. So 
this week it's going to go to Miss Lindsay Godfrey. Um, poor little Sarah just wanted to go home with her baby. <laughs> she just wanted to go home with the baby. And she was looking adorable. Uh, she is wearing a plaid crop Ponte tank top and a Ponte high waist kick flare pants. Both of them are by the clothing line called Lee. That's L-E-I-T-H. Miss Lindsay Godfrey, you get this week's Designer Days. Designer Days. Oh, wait. Hold on a minute. What? Jane <laughs> uh, Austen in our chat said, please get new Designer Days music. We will not. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> It's classic. It's very classic. Jane, how about this? How about you send the hey, music? Caption that. All right. <laughs> yeah, caption that. <laughs> All right. Michael Mattis. Yeah, so uh, my caption that uh, picture goes to some of the Demira women. Um, uh, excuse me. I keep wanting to say Gabby. Abigail and uh, uh, Anna and their reaction to Kristen coming in and this week's there we go with Anna looking very Anna like just like oh lord like you can really caption it really this bitch but being more a little creative uh, Rick and Rick on Instagram Rick Cope with his caption and you're telling me there isn't one roll of toilet paper in this whole Demir mansion <laughs> that's his caption that's and that was this week's Caption that. We'll take that. All right. And now it's time for... Caption that. Well, now it's time for... All right. All moment, you guys can probably guess, it does go out to my sinners this week. I loved it when it was Ben and Sierra. They're right outside the hotel room. And then Sierra says, both of our hearts are kind of going crazy. Ben, you know what? I think that's a good thing. And well, I think it's a great thing because my heartbeat was just beating so fast. So <laughs> you get my all moment of the week. Someone in the chat room just reminded me about the EJ and Abigail shower scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was kind of going to say. That was, that was a good one, too. Um, and then, of course, we have to give a little shout out to Me World 2 for his oh shiz moment of the week, which I will retweet in just a second. Um, so, Me World, thank you again for giving us that. And now it's time for some news and gossip. <clears throat> After Buzz TV News. Uh, just one quick note, uh, in case you missed it last week, our Edition Days Quintennial event has been rescheduled for the weekend of October 10th and 11th. Brock Kelly, Eric Martsoff, Kate Manzi, Scott Shillstone, Stacey Hayduke, and Paul Teffler have all reconfirmed for the new dates, uh, still taking place here at the Burbank Airport Marriott. Ticket sales will resume in April, so keep an eye out for that. You can follow at Spectrum Celeb on Twitter or visit SpectrumCelebrityEvents.com 
for the latest updates. But yeah, ticket sales will go back on sale sometime in April. And uh, yeah, we have to wait a few months, but it'll still be a good time. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And I think, again, there's still something in the works that I can't say what it is, but it's going to be good. So make sure you get your tickets now. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. All right. (laughs) So before we bring in Victoria, who is in our room now, we're going to show you what's coming up on next week's episode of Days of Our Lives. Michael, roll that beautiful blue footage. (laughs) I'm here. Am I here? You are here. Hello, Hello, everyone. Hey, girl. Hold on. We're going to show the the preview to next week, and then we're going to chit-chat with you because we got a lot to talk about. Okay. Yes, we do. Let me just sip my tea in the meantime. Me too, girl. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Your Brady Pub glass. I'm obsessed with that. Oh, Oh, my God. There's a lot of loving going on. Oh, Oh, okay. So basically, everybody going to be doing it. So kudos to that. It's springtime. This is the time of year where everybody's, you know, everyone's been cooped up, especially now. Everyone's a little randy, so... <laughs> all right, all you sinners. Uh, we now have in our chat, broadcasting live from home, Miss Victoria Campa. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, I'm uh, I'm I'm hanging in there. Um, today was actually the first day in like five days where I woke up early and I felt motivated and full of energy. Like, I feel like recently we've all just been like our psychologically. It's so interesting what happens. Like we're all in trauma mode right now because of everything that's going on, regardless of whether we're aware of it or not. So like our bodies are just naturally doing things that, that we're unaware of, like being more fatigued and sleeping more. So yeah, yeah, I'm just like, you know, hanging in there. How are you guys? Listen, hanging in mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're doing the show as usual. Fans are loving it. The chat room is going crazy. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. crazy that you are in the house right now. So, like, that they are, like, loving it. Um, and dude, um, I've actually had some feedback from folks 
who aren't soap opera fans and who have never watched Days, but because everyone's home now, what's on TV? But the right. soap operas. Right. And so they checked into Days of Our Lives hmm. and they're loving it. They're like, oh my God. Right. And it's so funny. Welcome aboard, y'all. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. A crazy my, train. My yeah. husband's coworker said, um, I haven't watched Days in like 10 years. She goes, it's so familiar mm -hmm. and it feels so good right now to have that kind of familiarity mm -hmm. with everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, My, yeah. I imagine it. It's like a safety net. Yeah. 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 I was just telling the gang that my mom, who like for many years went to a lot of the day's events with me, but never watched the show, mm -hmm. just recently started watching the show. And she keeps telling me how good it is every week. So shout out again to my mom, who also she just texted me and said, I'm watching you right now. Thank you for the shout out. Tell everyone I said <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi, mama. How are you? Uh, all right, so um, Miss Victoria, let's get into it. Let's go ahead and like get this conversation out of the way. <laughs> the he knows what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't have to talk about the shower scene because we saw it last week in the preview, and we was like, "Ooh!" and it was just as good this week. So everybody wants. Everyone has questions about it. So how? First of all, how was it filming the scene? Because I'm, I, I feel like there's, ha there has to be like some talks and like, ooh, we're gonna go this way, and you know, how, how what was yeah. the like? Um, so with scenes that are intimate in that way, um, the director, whoever's directing that day, will always have a chat with us prior to it and explain it to us. Um, obviously you know, we're told that it's going to be very tasteful and um, we're going to, we're only going to go as far as both of us are comfortable with. Yeah. Um, so we have a little chat and we go through each movement, I guess, very carefully so that we don't mess up or put our hands where they're not supposed to be. Like it's a very <laughs> delicate, you know, choreographed thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we ask for a closed set, obviously, which means that there are only the necessary people there but even so there's like 15 16 people on set and yeah. here we are you know rob's in like this little man thong and i'm in a man and a lady thong and like this little itty bitty thing covering my nipples and like it's just so uncomfortable yeah. um the the water that's running is not hot you know so that's it's, what, that was gonna be my question was it cold yeah. water or was it hot water well, you know I it wasn't like hot. they tried the water pressure was horrible. We were all so be like, I had to take another shower when I got home because I was just sticky in the soap because oh, you know, okay. got soapy together. But um, uh, yeah, the water they they didn't give us freezing cold water because you know they they wanted us to survive. But uh, I don't know about y'all. I like my water the temperature of the devil's teardrops. Like hot, I don't hot, settle yeah. for anything less than hot. So I was freezing the entire okay. time, shivering, like trying to, you know, not shake in the middle of the, in the take. But um, yeah, it was, it took a long time to film yeah. uh, about 45, 50 minutes just oh, because. Wow. And also like they filmed yeah. a lot more than what was shown. Like I was surprised because I watched it over and, 
I remember a lot, like there was a point where he like lifted me up and. Oh. Yeah, like there was a lot. There was a there was a point where they like zoomed in onto my belly and he was like kissing my belly. You know that point uh, yeah. where Ben's head disappears and everyone's yeah. like, ooh. Yeah. He <laughs> went to go kiss my belly button or something like that. And they ended up not putting that in. So I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. It was really uncomfortable. Um, in between the takes, I remember using Rob as like a body shield. <laughs> like I would go behind <laughs> him and be like, are they ready to film yet? Are they ready to film yet? Um, but it's cool. Rob and I talked about it beforehand and we made sure that we were both, you know, comfortable with it because we had filmed love making scenes before but nothing that intimate so it was really I remember who had the idea for um the shaving that was the director's idea it was in the script or Ron Ron wrote it that Sierra starts to shave his face that was the part that was nerve-wracking for me to watch because like I'm like don't be careful it was a real razor too I was like face I'm sorry I've never shaved a man before like I don't know how to do this everyone in the chat room is like can we get the deleted scenes please (laughs) (laughs) a separate outtake with just those scenes that we never saw for sure oh my god um okay so who came up with the we're gonna rub body wash over his abs also the writers really yes it was all choreographed and we surprisingly we did not ad lib anything usually oh. rob and i will like add you know like the uh i don't know what happened recently but oh the nose boop that was like a thing on twitter where everyone was like is the nose boop ad libbed i'm like of course it's ad libbed <laughs> it's me i always love adding you know sprinkles of my own stuff to it but um yeah everything in the shower scene was choreographed it was very meticulously uh, placed because it's a very dangerous scene to film. It's very easy for something to go awry, especially yeah. since we're slippery as hell. And you know, like, it, yeah. Uh, kudos to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're already in quarantine, and I'm pretty sure, like, that scene came on when we was just like, yeah, we got to get out. Like. We- <laughs> It was hard to film. Like, it's also nerve-wracking. And, you know, as, like, a woman, we already have these, like, unrealistic standards of what we should look like. And I remember stressing for, like, two weeks prior, like, oh, my God, like, I have to be essentially butt naked in front of all these people and it's going to be filmed. And thankfully, they didn't show too much of my body. All all the focus was on Rob. So um, I don't have that much to worry about. But yeah, like it was just nerve wracking. I woke up that morning and I wanted to throw up like it wasn't it's not as glamorous as you know, because it's it's such a vulnerable thing. And 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 I'm not used to it. Like, even though being on a soap, Rob and I have only filmed one lovemaking scene. And that was, you know, very safe. Like, we were covered the entire time. Um, so this was this was very different. And it, it was extremely nerve-wracking. Like, he was nervous as hell, too, the morning of. He was like, so? And I was like, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> but all right, let's do it. Well, it turned out amazingly. It, it made sense especially with like Ben's release and like you know yeah. the love that that Sierra and Ben have for each other um so it, it all looked great but 
we knew it was about to go down. When they when they start with feet and feet come in, <laughs> we know it's about to get real lovely. So right. it's a Tarantino moment, the feet yeah. shot and then the <laughs> <laughs> So, so kudos, kudos to y'all on that. All right, so now that we got all that out of the way, um, my, my first question is, what were your thoughts when you got, when you were, when you were told about the time jump and like where Ben was and like kind of the bits and pieces of, of you know, them jumping forward? Like what were your initial thoughts, you know, of Salem moving forward and Ben being in jail? Um, I was actually very excited. Um, I didn't know what was going on because it's not like, like we didn't get a memo saying, by the way, we're jumping a year ahead of time. We just got the scripts and kind of had to make sense of it. I was reading the scripts. I'm like, wait a second. When did he go to jail? Did, am I missing something? I called, um, Holly and I was like, yo, did you guys forget to send me a script? Like what is happening? (laughs) Um, And then, you know, we all talked about it in the makeup room the day after it was like high school gossip. And we were like, oh my gosh, what's happening with you? What's happening with you? And it was, it was really fun. I really appreciate what the time jump did for Sierra's character. I feel like after the time jump, she was finally able to like be a successful independent woman. And up until that point, I feel like she was just living for Ben and not for herself. It was always like, oh, Ben, oh, sweetie. It was always, you know, the the love scenes and her getting kidnapped and yada, yada. And I feel as though this was the first time, you know, Sierra was um, one of the up and coming stars of Titan industry. She was, you know, running around in a business suit, um, taking matters into her own hands, being the hero, dragging a man into, you know, the jail at gunpoint, being like, let my man go, you know? I feel like Sierra had always been the damsel in distress. And it finally gave me a chance to showcase how badass Sierra truly is. And it got the the fans to see what she's capable of. I mean, she's Bo Brady's daughter for crying Mm -hmm. out loud, you know? She's not supposed to be the damsel in distress forever, so. Yeah. I really love what happened with the time jump. I think that Sierra needed a moment to be the hero instead of always being saved. So the I hero really- she was. Those were yeah. those scenes, the what you just described, those three episodes of from the time she got Evan from the Kiriakis mansion all the way into the execution room were just like yeah. very beautifully acted and just very, very on point. Very yeah. on point. I appreciate that. What was it like? filming those scenes because I I said it on here I was like first of all Victoria is strong as hell because she is slinging Brock everywhere in this <laughs> like I was like like I we we we've had Brock on the show we he came to our our meet and greet and so yeah. we know he is and we've seen you and it's like Victoria was in control like she was just like for sure yeah I mean (laughs) um it's funny because I was like hyping myself up right before we were filming I was just doing push-ups on the ground because I needed my heart rate to be up and I needed my breath to you know be heavier and and I was physically doing a bunch of stuff right before um we filmed but yeah I don't know I think the adrenaline I think I got so into those scenes that the adrenaline just took over for me because Brock's a big guy. Like he's a strong, muscular man. Okay. Yeah. And I, I work out, but like, 
I can't, you know, I, I don't know what happened. I think some, yeah, I, I don't know. I think some force took over me and it was actually really funny because, um, I was telling Tony this, uh, before, cause he had jumped on my live a couple days ago, but the glass in between the, um, execution room and the, in the waiting room is made out of plexiglass. So it's very bendy. Yeah. And we had to film that scene a couple times because I just kept throwing Brock at it so hard that the reflection of it bouncing kept showing up on camera. And so the directors had to be like, okay, Victoria, chill, take it back a little bit. And I, I kept not being able to do it. So if you look closely, you can see the glass like wavering because I was just <laughs> slamming the poor boy into it, not giving a, you know, um, and you know, I didn't care at all about his his safety, but we talked about it prior to. I'm like, you know, how comfortable are you with me pressing the gun to your head, pressing it to your neck? And he was just like, go for it. I want it to be as good and as intense as possible. So, you know, you can see like the skin, the the gun mark on his neck afterwards too, if you look closely at it. Because he I said we were both really on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he said he had I forgot gun. I don't know if you call them gun burns, but like gun, yeah. Gun yeah, he had like a little ring on it. I, I hope he's okay, Brock. If, if oh no, he was fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's totally fine. Um, what What was it like adding Brock to the Sierra uh, Ben storyline and him, you know, being the the son of Orpheus and the one that actually killed Jordan and the father of David? Like, how was that addition and, and working with him? Um, it was incredible working with him. He is an amazing actor. He's super talented. Yeah. Um, and so I was really excited when I started reading that I was more involved with his character because the whole thing that was driving Sierra through, you know, saving Ben and, and the little grasp of hope that she was holding on to was the fact that Jordan's real killer is somewhere out there. Yeah. Um, and so once Sierra found out that it was, you know, um, Brock's character and, and what was his real name? Christian Maddox was his real name? Yeah. yeah. Christian Maddox. Um, once she figured it out and and once she saw him in the flesh, it was like absolute game time. Like it's now or never. The needle is literally in my bae's arm. Like you're coming with me and there's nothing you're going to do to stop me. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting. He was a, a really intense driving force um, throughout the entire unraveling of the of the storyline. Had it not been him, then you know Ben would have gotten the gotten the needle, and and Sin would be no more. So um, it's uh, it's it's really I'm really blessed to have had him on the show. Yeah, and I just it it was all very interesting how everything was starting to unfold because I mean, I think everyone else here, Tammy, Michael and Chelsea all kind of figured out that Evan was the dad. I think I was the last one to kind of, I was like, no, that, mm -mm, no, Victor mm -hmm. Sander definitely has something to do with it. They've been doing everything else, whatever. Um, so I like how the, the story was kind of unfolding and how then quickly how everything had to like go suddenly you know with like the execution and like we're all sitting here at this execution like okay there's the first one they're starting to get into the second one he's reminiscing about their entire relationship yeah. there's no way they're about to kill ben like it was it was really one of those like sitting in front of the tv like this kind right. of yeah right reading that script i was 
sitting at the edge of my seat too. Um, Cause we have no idea what happens. They don't, you know, call us and explain it to us. We get it script by script. So it's like, we're watching the show with you guys when we read it, you know? So at the end it was like Ben's eyes flutter and he, you know, is presumably dead. And I just didn't have another script. I was like, I remember texting Rob like, holy shit. Are you going to die? Like, this can't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I almost cried. I was like, no, you can't take him away from me. Not yet. Oh, gosh. No, people would have been up in arms. And people would have been like, where's Dr. Ralph with that needle? We need to write. There would have been a revolution. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, that was another... um, Kudos to the writer's moment with the when he flatlined and, and the guy had to rip open his his shirt to give and I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful moment. Thank you. Right. That was a beautiful moment. Right. <laughs> they try, they try to get that man shirtless as many times. <laughs> Him and Paul Telfer are always naked. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. It's daytime. Right. Yeah. You know. Not complaining. So no. one thing <laughs> there I you read. go. One thing I read is that those scenes from all of those scenes with with Evan and Sierra were shot in one day. Yes, they were. How well did you sleep that night? <laughs> yeah. Um. So that day was the day that I actually found out that my father had passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't sleep Sorry. at all that night. Um. It was a really, really hard day because I remember coming back from work and then I got the phone call while I was on my way to get lunch and then I had to go see my publicist baby because she had just given birth to a baby so I was it was a a really chaotic day and then um I spent time with Olivia and then I don't know if you guys know this I've talked about it before um I memorize my lines the day before I film just because we get so much material and it's impossible for me personally to memorize so far in advance so I had to memorize those three episodes that night as well. Um, and it was really difficult, but I think that's also what helped me get into the scene. So like, I just, you know, like I was talking about before, like a force took over me, the adrenaline, like I got so into the plot and into the storyline because I couldn't possibly think about what I had just learned. You know, my, my life, I had received the most shocking news of my entire existence and there was no way that I could possibly focus on that. So I poured myself into Sierra. I poured myself into Ben and Brock and that whole storyline. And uh, yeah, I just, I pushed through as, as much as I could have. Did you find it cathartic on some level? Did you find it cathartic on some level thinking Um, back? Yeah, but I I mean, I I guess, but I, I couldn't, it's difficult for, I guess I could have used the emotions that I was feeling about the situation to help prompt me, but it wasn't organic and it wasn't natural because Sierra wasn't mourning the death of her father. She was, you know, in a completely different mind state. She was pushing to save the love of her life. So it wasn't, I don't know, I guess you could say, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, kudos to you for, you know, because that that's all heavy and to still be able to 
show up to work and deliver says a lot about you and your talents and your skills and, and how you're able to just kind of sort through that to still give a, an amazing performance. So many kudos to you for, for, for doing that. Like that's amazing. Thank you. Many people would have been like, I got to call out, I got to right. go, you know, but, but you, you did it. So, you know, kudos to that. And I think we found out that day someone posted um, that, um, that you had lost your father, that, uh, that you had found out that you had lost your father that day, those scenes were shot. And it was just like, like that puts a whole new thing. Yeah. So it's many kudos to you. When I see you, I'm going to give you a hug. I can only give you a virtual hug right now, but. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, Wash your hands first, but come here. <laughs> Especially Tony, you know he's his hands need washed. <laughs> use some of that body wash that y'all used in the shower seat. Get myself all good. Right? Use that soap. I think it was Dove Dove soap that we used. Yeah. Oh, good cucumbers. That soap's good. Nice and oh, moisturizing. That's why. That's why I always look so moisturized. Right. Um. So for you. How do you feel like Sierra has evolved since the day she came back to Salem on the motorcycle up until now? Yeah, um, so much. I mean, Sierra's evolved and I feel as though I've evolved too. When I joined the show, I was like freshly 20 years old. Now I'm, you know, almost 24. And and that's when I feel like, you know, I've always been more mature than other people my age just because of my upbringing and I feel like growing up in Brooklyn had a lot to do with that but I feel like those were the years where I really turned into a woman and that's where you learn a lot of the heavy lessons and in life and you just transition from young lady to woman Um, and I feel like Sierra did the same thing so Sierra and I were growing together Um, I feel like the biggest lesson that Sierra has learned is the lesson of forgiveness. Because reflecting in the beginning, it was a lot of like her having little bitch fits with Claire and like, oh, the Theo's mine. And (laughs) (laughs) and all this stuff that is so irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. And um, Sierra has learned, you know, like imagine if Sierra had, when Claire set Sierra on fire, imagine if that had happened when Sierra first came back to Salem. That would be a whole, you know, shit show. I'm, I'm sorry, am I allowed to curse? I don't know, I, I whatever. Um, <laughs> it would be, she would have taken it so poorly. She would have plotted, you know, some crazy revenge scheme. Um, and this time around, like once, Yes, Sierra went through her anger, but once, you know, Claire left and it was her last scene in the hospital saying goodbye, I think that Sierra handled it very gracefully and with forgiveness. And um, yeah, so she's just evolved into uh, an understanding, mentally healthier young lady. Yes. She's she's definitely, you can tell the growth of not only Sierra, the character, but you as well. And how, like, she did go from this, like, teenage, like, all the pettiness and drama of yeah, that. Yeah, the bratty, like, ew, mom, I hate you. Like, yeah, to this, like, grown woman who's, like, I got to take care of business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, some fans have asked if, um, if you ever wanted to do scenes with, if, if it were possible, 
do scenes with Peter Reckle, who played yeah, Buck. I would yeah. love to. I would love to. I think that um, it would be monumental um, on the show mm -hmm. just because you know, Bo and Hope Brady were, you know, the super couple and everyone is saying that that Ben and Sierra are the new Bo and Hope. So like, I feel like Bo meeting Ben would be a huge moment. Like, <laughs> oh like Bo would just be staring him down like, you're not good enough for my daughter. <laughs> like, daddy, I love him. And he'd be like, sir, I respect your daughter and I will do anything. Like, I can see the scene in my head. And like, like Ben would be shaking in his boots and Peter would just be like looking at him like, hmm. Um, <laughs> I really would love that. I, honestly, like for them to have motorcycle rides together, yeah. I don't know, man. I think it would be it would be incredible, yeah. but that's that's up to the writers. I don't know. Yeah. How how was it um, <laughs> with uh, Christian Alfonso as? How were the, how were those scenes? Because let me tell you, I love when because Princess Gina could give two craps about Sierra and Sean, right? She, Ugh. And especially the ones in the hospital room where she was like, yeah. oh, oh, you need a mint. And like, right. And My breath smells great. Like, she created a bad rep for me. I'm always. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Chewing on Altoids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, she. I. Christian, at that point, while we were filming, she was over Princess Gina because she had been Princess Gina for so long and she was like, I miss Hope. Yeah. Um, I find it strange that Sierra was not more involved. In mm. That was a complaint of um, a lot of fans had that there yeah. was no interaction with Hope and Sierra during that almost right. entire arc of Princess Gina. Like, they, they're right. like, like, Sierra was over here, Princess Gina was over here, and there was no... no right. Like, I, I didn't even know that she, you know, had pushed, you know, Jennifer. Oh, yeah, off the balcony. Like, Sierra, there was no moment of Sierra finding out that her mother did that. There was no um, grief for coming to terms with the fact that her mother might potentially be gone for the rest of her life. Like, that is a yeah. serious thing. And I really, I'm on the fan side of this. I don't know why. I guess Sierra was too wrapped up in, in the, you know, Victor and Xander business and the, you know, grabbing stuff out of the fireplace for her to, to call mom and be like, what's up? How are you? Um, and all of a sudden, you know, Rafe is like Sierra's asking Rafe in the room while Ben is healing. She's, she's like, yeah, so how is mom? Do you think that Rolf, blah, blah, blah. Like all of a sudden she out of nowhere is concerned, but what happened up until that point? That's something that I didn't really like. 
So I think that's why um, we went and aimed for the comedic aspect of the meeting with Princess Gina. It wasn't more like, because Sierra had skipped her devastation. Like that was behind the scenes, I guess. Um, so at this point I had to come to terms with it. And uh, uh, Christian is just great at playing that character, man. I love her. I wish I had more scenes with Princess Gina cause that could have been, cause you know how stubborn Sierra is and how she doesn't take crap from nobody. Yeah. Princess Gina being in her mother's body but giving her crap, like that's interesting. So I remember just like staring at her like, huh. And it, it was like looking at a whole new person. Like Christian did it so well that I truly believed she was not hope any like that was it was really wonderful um and Brandon you know playing Sean like that was another moment too where I'm like hey brother why have we not conversed about this why is this the first time we're talking about our mother with this microchip in her brain you know um and how he came in from Hong Kong and within minutes was like that woman's not my mother and I'm like she's been playing she's been gallivanting around Salem for an entire year Right. And she has once said, what's wrong with Hope? Right, what's wrong with her? Mom, like, that's insane. Um, but, you know, I guess I guess uh, Princess Gina acted as Hope for a long time. I think that's how she got away with it. And she just pretended yeah. to be Hope. And I guess she fooled Sierra for a year, which is also inconsistent because Sierra is like a little detective. Nothing gets past her. So I feel like it would have been know. similar if Sierra had encountered Princess Hope as Princess Gina, she would have had the same reaction Sean and been like, something's wrong with her. Something ain't right. right. And right. there were people in Salem who were like, oh, she's kind of acting weird or oh, she, and just glossed over it for an entire year. Right. So yeah, it would have been interesting. It would have been interesting to see that more of that brother-sister dynamic between you two. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I wish we had more time. Also, like, it's always just a pleasure to have those family moments because that family is so important in the history of Salem and the history of days of our lives like it's the little the little Brady bunch like it's the three of us left Hope, Sean and, and Sierra so um it, it would have been nice to have more moments like that but maybe we will in the future who knows yeah um well we have some fan questions that we pulled from various uh social media uh platforms um and I'm just gonna pick them out at random. Uh, Natalie Bringer, 94 on Instagram, wants to know if you could play any role in a past movie, which would it be and why? Um, Hillary Swank's role in Million Dollar Baby. Ooh. I, I wanna play that role so bad. Ugh, just because A, boxing is a huge passion of mine. Um, mm-hmm. and, and fitness is, is a part of my life and, and acting and fitness honestly are the two things that I'm most passionate about music and dancing as well. But, um, to be able to integrate those two things and, and to train for a couple of weeks to be this professional boxer and then to be able to, you know, throw myself into the role like that, that would be a dream. So anything fitness, like whether it be million dollar baby, um, or, you know, a runner or something athletic, like I, I, I want to be, I want to be a, a female hero, so. Well, maybe yeah. they could be like Creed Three, but you're like Sylvester Stallone's daughter. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? <laughs> or like Tomb Raider, the next one, but I'm Angelina Jolie's daughter. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 
you see that one too. Uh, speaking of workouts, uh, Sunflower413 from Instagram wants to know, will you do another Instagram live workout? Yes, I will. I'm actually planning on doing one tomorrow morning. I probably should tweet about this. I've been so bad with like technology, even though that's the only thing that we have during this quarantine. Um, no, I um, am very close with this fitness company called um, Rebar Fitness. And they sent me this uh, like at home workout gym bar thing. Um, but all the workouts that I'll be doing on it you can do at home without it. It's just the bar adds extra resistance and extra weight. Um, yeah. But we're planning on doing a live tomorrow at 12. And then I will definitely discuss doing another one with Sal because um, Sal and I, we loved it. We, you know, called each other the night before and we were like writing the workouts down. We printed it out. It was a whole big thing. And I actually reached out to Rob about it too. And he gave me that like boy answer where he's like, ha ha, so much fun. But he never like confirmed doing it with me. <laughs> so maybe if you guys put him on blast and flame him, because I told him, I was like, okay, yeah, that's your like shady, like I'm not going to do it answer. And he's like, no, VL, I would love to do it. But that was two yeah. weeks ago and he hasn't spoken to me since. So yeah. maybe you guys can. Uh... <laughs> oh, and you know if they tell them to, they, it, yeah. they're probably already. They've got their Twitter right. ready. Tweet them, tweet them, and, and flame them. Because I wanted to, and I tried to plan it, but he was like, "Hee hee, oh, I don't know, maybe." Like, come on, Rob. <laughs> I know you're not doing anything else. Like, <laughs> don't don't play. So yeah, I would uh, love to. Um. So, oh wait, someone had a Rob question he's gonna uh, be so mad at me for putting him on blast like that oh well <laughs> i threw him under the bus sometimes, sometimes you gotta put folks on blast because trust me they're gonna take this video and they're gonna i don't oh, tolerate know, they're gonna fake it. shit i don't i don't tolerate it rob was being <laughs> fake with me i'm putting you on blast robert scott wilson you're not being fake with me not today no nope. <laughs> not on today uh -oh. fans like come on be real Lisa Chickman uh, from Instagram wants to know, what's your favorite thing about working with Rob? Um, the fact that he and I have very similar approaches to acting. That's something that I noticed from the first day. And that's why I feel as though we had chemistry from the moment we met because we're both like actors that just throw ourselves into the work. Um, yeah. Super passionate about it, sees it as his craft and his life's work and so do I. So that's my favorite thing about working with him. Hello? Well, we have a break. I don't know, is everyone frozen? Okay. I'm or here. Tony might be frozen. Tony's frozen. Uh, Tony's frozen. I have a question though. Um, while yeah. we're you, you posted some really cute photos of yourself with John Aniston. And you guys shared a lot of scenes, especially after the, the time jump. Um, Sierra, he felt like, you know, Victor was kind of grooming Sierra to, to be, like you said, the next star of Titan. So, so describe when you go in to have a scene with John Aniston, who, who seems to be like a very big presence, but at the same time we hear that he's just a big teddy bear. So, so Yeah, it's so that. strange because his character is like this evil brick wall right like he's just so like <laughs> like he's just grunting all the time and like you know he's like this giant grizzly bear but in reality he's he's the biggest teddy he's so sweet and like I don't know we my favorite country that I've ever visited is Greece and he knows that and I know some Grecian words so he'll like speak to me 
um, in his native language sometimes, and that's fun. And he just, every time I see him, I, I do not exaggerate. I'm just like, John, hi. And I go and I squeeze <laughs> him and he's like, <laughs> like he laughs and he does this little giggle. Um, he doesn't really like running lines prior to filming um just because I feel like he's busy and he has his own stuff to do you know like he just he he trusts the process but um he's super passionate super professional I learn just by watching him he's so still in all of his scenes and he's the most powerful character on the show so that just speaks volumes um silence goes a long way in acting so I uh, I absolutely love working with that man. He's such a teddy bear. I feel like he's my grandpa in real life, which Aww. is really cool. That's what, yeah. And he's... You know, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. Now I was just gonna say, after the time jump, your storyline with um, Xander Paul Telfer really took off. What was it like working with him? Him too. He's actually one of my. He might be my favorite person to work with, just because. <laughs> We're both so playful. And Paul, too, he's one of those guys where his character is so evil. But in real life, I can't find a person that's nicer than him. Like, he's just so sweet and genuine and and um, funny and goofy. And, like, he is also the kind of actor that just pours himself into the work. Like, I remember um, there was a scene where after I left, he, like, slammed his fist on the table and I was there for that. And he like went for it. He bruised himself. He had to ice it and everything. Like he just pours himself into it. And he's also the kind of actor where every take with him is different. Like he'll never repeat himself. He'll never, you know, be stale and, and give us the same vibe. He always um, wow. plays with it. And in turn, that inspires me to play with it too. So whenever I get a scene with him, I feel like it's acting class almost I'm like excited to see what he brings out in me because when you act you're nothing if, if you're alone you know it's all about reacting off of the person um beside you so I you know reacting off of him is great and he challenges my acting chops man I love working with that man what did I miss <laughs> oh nothing just talking about John Aniston and uh, Paul Telfer and how they're both incredible and I love working with them Love. Uh, sorry, I missed that. Apparently, my computer and internet was just like ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> emoji. <laughs> like, like literally, I was like, "Oh, um, okay. Well, um, <laughs> glad back in." <laughs> um. So oh, let's see. We have. Sorry. Sorry about that, y'all. Now I'm back. Um, Paula from Twitter um, at Hair Girl One Zero Three One wants to know. Tell us about some of the bloopers during scenes with Rob. Um, Have there been any? Because Lamone gives us some great yeah. bloopers. <laughs> yeah, Lamone, it's... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know how he gets them. Because um, we don't film the blooper. I mean, some of the bloopers, I don't know. It's most of the bloopers happen when we're doing physical stuff because we just like start laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. We we bloop all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's. I wish. I think Rob records uh, when we, when we're filming. He records it on his phone to like watch it afterwards and play it back. So he would have the bloopers. So again, ask uh-huh. him. For a blooper compilation. <laughs> Another thing to put him on blast for. <laughs> he's he's going to be on blast on every. I'm going to get an angry phone call from him like V. Team Sin in the chat room is asking for a Roe v. Boxing Challenge. A Roe v. what? Boxing Challenge. Ooh. Oh, man. Again, that's a Rob kind of thing. I have. Um, a bag in my backyard and I've been boxing every day. I don't think he wants to to challenge me on that. Like I may be small, <laughs> but it might be a David and Goliath kind of situation. Cause I've been training every day for like two hours in my backyard since this quarantine. So I'm like, I'm ready. So you know, one thing the you, you post a lot of uh, videos of, of working out, but the one thing I saw you do that I was just like, I would never want to be on her bad side. You had you were on a bag doing like sit ups with uh-huh. your. I was like, like I, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, she takes it. I if I'm up against her, I admit I will concede right away. Yeah, so I don't think Rob <laughs> oh, would want to be on the receiving end. Yeah, um, I've also been training in Muay Thai, which is um, a fighting style that doesn't require gloves. It's more about using the opponent's weight against him. So that's also a leg up that I feel like I would have on Rob. Like he's significantly larger than me, but I feel like I could I could use that against him. So <laughs> bring it on. Oh. <laughs> I'm ready. <sighs> Rise86 from Instagram wants to know. Um uh, they're a Brooklyn night as well. What were some of your favorite um food spots in Brooklyn? <gasps> My favorite food spots in Brooklyn. Oh, God. Um, There's Corner Pizza that's in my hometown neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, Corner spelled with a K. Um, There's Grimaldi's. That's right by the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, Dumbo is my favorite area of Brooklyn. Um, So that's where I spend a lot of time there. I'll go to the Brooklyn Bridge and I'll just write music or write in my journal, listen to music at nighttime and... uh, and eat my pizza. Fun fact, Grimaldi's is owned by a Polish family, not an Italian family. And oh. I know some people that know them very well. So I never have to wait in the line. I just like <laughs> pop on up there. Cause the line, if you're familiar, if you know, it goes around the block all oh, the time, yeah. 24 seven. It's like that kind of a place. Um, but yeah, pizza spots and uh, any Polish restaurant in Greenpoint or Williamsburg. Those are my 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 little tastes of home so yeah just go to greenpoint and pick a spot and i've probably eaten there and it's delicious <laughs> um michelle from twitter wants to know what what's your playlist what's my what it cut out playlist 
So when you're working out, what, what are oh, you listening to? Um, I have it on my phone right here. I listen to a lot of like gangster rap, um, a lot of like 90s rap, a lot of G-Unit, 50 Cent, Eminem, oh, of course. Okay. Um, I'll listen to Latin music as well. I love me some Latin music. So um, I'll listen to that. I'll listen to Lloyd Banks. I'll listen to... Um, uh, Joiner Lucas, Jesse Reyes, just like a bunch of like badass gangster people to make me feel badass and gangster and like continue with my workout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there, I'm I'm getting a, a chat that we have to wrap it up in a little. No, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> I know. Can we ask really quick how Olivia's doing? Yes. She's doing great. She's doing amazing. I mean, right now, obviously, she's quarantined, um, but she is in the process of filming High School Musical, the series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. My girl's gonna be a star on Disney Channel. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I miss Olivia so much, but um, we'll see each other soon enough. Yeah. Please give her our love. Yeah, I will. So if you could, without giving anything away, mm -hmm. describe what's coming up for Sierra and Ben in one word, Ooh. what would it be? <laughs> um, oh, I'm trying to think of the perfect word. I mean... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say pendulum. Ooh. Up, and then it goes down and then it goes up and then it goes down. It's never, it's never just, you know, paradise for these two. There's always trouble. So no, there's, there's, all, it's never paradise for anyone in Salem. Right. right? Why yeah. does anyone still live there? Move people. God. <laughs> Y'all are all so smart, but not smart enough to realize that this town is cursed. I know, right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's just like when, uh, so when, when Evan, uh, when Brock's character came on and he was like, oh, I decided to move to Salem. We were all like, why on earth <laughs> would you move to Salem? <laughs> like, did you not Google Salem before you got here? Right? Like, I'd rather live in Salem where they had the witch trials than this Salem. Like, damn, <laughs> serious, serious ish. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Stay well, scary. we are definitely looking forward to what's to come with Sierra and Ben. Like, I think the pairing of Sierra and Ben was one that we didn't see coming. But within two seconds, we were all for it. Mm -hmm. And, like, we've been, like, literally, like, melting the entire time. Like, the chemistry that you and Rob have is like so undeniable and so like amazing that like they're everything. Like they completely slay. Like they they literally are the new Bow and Hope. Not to compare, but like it right. really is like a reincarnation of Bow and Hope. Man, that means so much. It's crazy. Yeah. I didn't expect it to take off like it did and I, I, I'm still shocked at how important these characters and this specific pairing has become in the history of Days of Our Lives. Like, we're not just characters anymore. We're a staple couple. Like, that, yeah. that's insane. Um, yeah. 
And it's all because of you guys. It's all because of the fan reactions. You know, the writers listen to the feedback and, and, you know, they obviously make decisions for themselves. And because we film so ahead of time, they can't really listen to the fan feedback, but like, it was evident to them that, that the fans were on board with sin from day one. So they just kept writing and catering to it. Um, they know how special it is and we know how special it is. And, uh, I can't believe that we even created something so powerful. So I just wanted to. What's, what's really there. great about it. Cause I remember you and Rob saying in an interview that it wasn't like they, the, the behind the scenes people like had this idea and tested you guys together. It was just kind of like, it was that day's script, you know, that you two yeah. were, uh, Ben was rescuing Ciara and taking her to a cabin. It just kind of yeah. fell together organically. And I think that's really special about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they had the idea. They wanted to see our chemistry first, but they didn't like test him for me because he was on the show before. So when they brought him back um, and they brought him back for Sierra, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if he was going to try to kill her. We didn't know if he was going to be the bad guy again. But um, Albert, once he saw us, you know, vibing with each other from the get-go, like we're both from the East Coast. We both like immediately, we have the same energy. So like, yeah. they were like, okay, let's see. Let's see what this couple has. Let's see what they can bring to the table. And uh, we brought it. We brought you the steak, the mashed potatoes and the portobello mushrooms. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> Trouble. we have pulled up to the table to eat it all. <laughs> Get ready for dessert. Oh. dessert. <laughs> Well, Victoria, thank you so much for, for joining us. We appreciate you. We adore you. You are talented in so many ways. And you know that you completely slay my life. I tell you that all the time. All the time. I love it. I'm always sliding <laughs> up in the DMs uh, on a, a photo that she posted. And I'm like, girl, like, slayage. Like, if I could wear some of the outfits that you do, I would. I would come to your house with a garbage bag and take them off. <laughs> Thank you. You can. I don't know. I don't see why you couldn't. You could pull anything off. Well, listen, I um we're we're two different sizes. I'm gonna need two of those to sew them together in order to make <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. You're you're amazing and thank you for all the work. And we can't wait to talk to you again. Um before you go, yes. before anyone goes, um Michael Mattis, yeah. tell the folks where they can find you and cyberstalk you. Uh, you can find me and Bimby here on my Insta at mlmattis. Uh, Insta and Twitter, actually. Um, Say hi, Bimby. And Michelle <laughs> Rocker. Oh, she got her dog, too. <laughs> Pammy had her pup pup, too, before. I saw that. Chelsea, <laughs> uh, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at <laughs> Chelsea Overocker and on Twitter at Chelsea Overocker. Tammy Govea. Oh uh, Twitter, Tammy Govea. Instagram, Tammy.Govea. And I just joined TikTok. Woo! Tammy, I saw that video of you having dinner with toilet papers. I <laughs> fell out. That was hilarious. <laughs> Victoria, where can they find you on the socials? They can find me. Um, on Twitter and on Instagram, I'm just at Victoria Conifal, first and last name. And your dog is amazing. That was a beautiful, like someone should, someone should like, oh my God. that is so cute. Look at her giving me her belly because she wants me to rub it. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> belly. Hi, belly. Look at how she matches my pillow. I can't find her half totally. the time because she, she blends in. 
<laughs> and of course, you guys can find all of us on Dishon Days on Facebook and Instagram and underscore Dishon Days on Twitter. And you can find little old chocolate me on all social media platforms <laughs> at Lounge with Tony or my website, loungewithtony.com. Victoria, thank you again for joining thank us. You, Victoria. Thank you for having me. It was so much yeah. fun. Hi, Pop Pop. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next week for another full recap of your favorite soap opera, Days of Our Lives. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.